0: you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. (laughs) The show starts in...
0: Episode number two of 2024, episode 102 overall, I didn't think this would, this wasn't the reason I ended last year on a hundred is so I can count each one easier, I guess, but just so happens to be that way. So episode 102, day 40 with no alcohol and day four of doing keto. Uh, keto has been I think I'm I mean I'm i t- I'm pissing on these strips, right? And they change his colors and everything. And according to it, I'm I'm good to go. Uh a couple side effects, like I said the other day, a couple bathroom trips here and there. And I've been pissing nonstop. Every if I wanted to, probably every Twenty minutes I could probably go to the bathroom without like I obviously I hold it longer than that but I'm gonna go to the bathroom an extreme amount of times just peeing non-stop so that's fun but hey you know you gotta stick with these things and get used to it we also have news that I didn't mention on the last two ponds because hey I forgot about it and I'm a terrible person for doing that but our good friend our good friend of the show good friend overall George having a baby girl in a few months shout out to that him and JJ Broke news, I believe, what was it, right before Christmas, maybe it was right after Christmas, right before New Year's, uh, they did a little gender reveal, gender reveal, did I say that right, gender reveal, and uh, yeah, gonna be a girl, so looking forward to that, also big news, other friend of the pod, our big, fr- <coughs> excuse me, whoa, my nose got like, uh, if you're watching, the little fuzzy thing on, my, on the mic tickled my nose there, our good friend Thomas, Bought a PC today, so he's no longer a virgin. Congrats. Congrats on the sex. Now you're just going to be able to do all the things you can normally do, probably with an Xbox. However, you, you've you just spent a lot more money on it, and it's going to be a lot more frustrating. So, especially when shit doesn't start to work, right? And then, of course our other friend of the pod biggest critic of them all uh openly well not openly but you know he's on the fence with a few things in uh, the bedroom but it's his birthday today shout out to big jim
1: yeah. I heard
0: it was got some heat for birthday.
1: you birthday. yeah pj Panda birthday song yeah like a kiss ooh, ooh. throw a party everybody bringing kiss. Yo. got a new outfit and it's lit yo.
0: Okay, enough of that. It went on a little too long fucking three minute song three minutes when you're recording and you just stare. i'm just staring at myself in the camera like all right how long we got left And it's been like 45 seconds feels like an eternity it's one of those things like when you stub your toe that second before it starts to hurt feels like forever because you know this pain is coming or if you're in the dentist chair is another one where you're like oh you're only in there for 10 minutes and it feels like a lifetime because you're in pain or you're scared of being in pain so everything just slows down that's what i just felt right there but it is his birthday so shout out to jim (laughs) You know, um, congratulations on the whole, you know, thing you do. And uh, yeah, 36, the back end of 30. How about that? I mean, we're all marching toward the end of time. So, you know, you're just a step closer than all of us. But we're moving on because we had big news drop last night. Yesterday. Much anticipated that we've mentioned on, I think the last two pots definitely yesterday's or two days ago's at this point. Two days ago's. That sounds stupid. Um, Partial release of the entire Epstein flight log list or the Epstein documents from the court where like it's a back and forth with victims and lawyers. It's it's fucking it's on a typewriter. It's not like people were expecting like a laundry list, like here are the names, like in a list and like all this shit. Like, no, it's documents. That are just unsealed. You have to rifle through them. There's like a thousand pages they released. 900 like 42 or some shit. And you got to actually like go through them. And see who they're talking about throughout it. So like it's a lawyer talking to a victim on the stand. And she's like who said this. And then there's defendant's lawyer. I object. Or You know what I mean? It goes back and forth. It's like reading a movie script, and then they mention this person's name in it. So that's when you see these names pop up. But there were some pretty big names mentioned in there, some prominent names. We had former President Bill Clinton, which would be, according to my math... 39. He got elected twice? 39. Hey, we're going to go with 39. 39 was on there. Prince Andrew from the royal family, who definitely did some shit, because once this came out like four years ago and Epstein got arrested, Prince Andrew went bye-bye. He went and hid like a bitch over in England. Hasn't been seen really since. Known pervert. Because they all knew it, everyone knew it. Uh, Michael Jackson, no surprise there. David Copperfield, um, David Copperfield uh, was on there. <laughs> Former New Mexico, New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson, Dick Richard, William Dick. But it's also important to emphasize that just because you're mentioned in court documents doesn't mean the person on the stand was telling the truth. Doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. Although in Stephen Hawking's case, this girl was saying that he had a proclivity to watch midgets get undressed, which again, if they're adult midgets, fine. And I'm pretty sure midgets is not okay. So forgive me for saying the word midget, but that's what's in the court documents. So people are speculating like midgets is just a um, another word for underage child because you know kids and small people look the same. So I think that's what they're trying to tie together. Who the hell knows? That's just, again, Twitter X doing what they do. But of course... We couldn't go down the conspiracy route without Aaron Rodgers chiming in because that's what he does. And I am I think Aaron Rodgers is probably the most talented quarterback to ever play the game. One of them. He didn't win as, as much as he should have, being that he was on the Packers and he was carrying that team for like fucking 15 years or however long he was on there. They didn't get him any help. They never had a good defense. Uh, they only won once. They kept losing in the playoffs, but um, he is probably the best. He can move. He, when, in his prime, he could move, sling it. He's accurate. He's smart. All these things. He made receivers that had no business being in the league really good, and he carried that team forever. However, since he's been on the Jets and he tore his ACL or tore his Achilles four plays into the season, he comes on Pat McAfee every week, and that's where he makes his headlines. You know, that's what he says like some crazy shit. It's mostly mostly around the vaccination stuff. Or he says some things that comes off as he's smarter than everybody, which can get obnoxious. I mean, I don't really listen. I don't listen to Pat McAfee at all. Um, so I don't really I don't listen to it. But this made headlines because he said um he's talking to Pat McAfee and they're talking about they're like going back and forth, like oh the Epstein list is coming out. And of course, Rodgers has to say, oh, I bet there's a lot of people that are worried about that coming out. Jimmy Kimmel probably worried about that coming out, insinuating that Jimmy Kimmel has been to Epstein's Island and he was an associate of him or whatever, which you can say. Any one of us can say that. However, when you're on the biggest show on ESPN, you, they, Pat McAfee just got paid like a billion dollars to move his show and be under the corporate umbrella of Disney and then ESPN from there, then Aaron Rodgers is a high-profile profi- high quarterback. Especially in New York, but just a high profile. High? Whoa! Let me slow down. High profile overall. There's a thing called slander, and when you do that, you can't say things that are just blatantly untrue. Like if I came on here and I just started saying Jimmy Kimmel's a pedophile, he's on this list. He could sue me for that. I'm not as big as Aaron Rodgers, so he probably wouldn't go out of his way to do it. But I, you can easily get like a cease and desist order in your fucking inbox one day. You can't just go around doing that. Especially to Jimmy Kimmel, who is also under the Disney umbrella because he war- he's on The Tonight Show. Is it The t- Tonight Show? He's a late night TV host. I'm pretty sure it's the Tonight Show with Jimmy Kimmel. He's been doing that for like 20 years. He can pretty much run ABC. He's like the highest paid employee at ABC, and ABC is under the Disney umbrella, which falls under Bob Iger, which is also parallel to ESPN. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't work for ESPN. He's getting hired by Pat McAfee to be on the McAfee Show. He gets paid a million dollars per week to be on that show, which is asinine to me, but whatever. He gets the clicks, it gets the views, whatever. So Jimmy Kimmel answers back on Twitter saying, "Hey asshole, if." you're going to keep spouting this bullshit. I'm not on any list, never been on a list, not associated in any way. I'm going to have my lawyers contact you in court and I'll sue your ass. And every podcast from here until the end of time that I've listened to in the last three days, have said, Jimmy Kimmel has the money to just bankrupt Aaron Rodgers. Like he has that kind of he's been doing this job long enough, he has the backing of high-profile lawyers. He could just sue him and just drag it out as long as possible to drain Aaron Rodgers if he wanted to. He might not even win the defamation case, but he could drag it out long enough to where it would cost Aaron Rodgers a shitload of money. And like he should just do it, teach him a lesson if you really like, if you really don't like the person. And then the other people are saying if he does do it He might be deposed, and he's got a guarantee that he wasn't on any of these lists. So if he was on these lists, he sues, he finds out he was on the list. He doesn't, he doesn't win the case. And Aaron Rodgers is probably going to sue him. So it's a whole legal battle. Who's cute. Like I'm not getting back into the legal. I'm not a lawyer. I don't feel like talking about legal stuff on here, but this has since kind of died down. And what's going to happen here is a lot of corporate shit's going to go on behind the scenes because Jimmy Kimmel, he's going to talk to his bosses. His bosses work again under Bob Iger, who owns the entire thing. And they're going to say, tell that asshole he's not allowed on our airwaves anymore or we're going to sue him. Bob Auger's going to go to Pat McAfee and be like, you can't have Aaron Rodgers, in it. Aaron Rodgers on anymore. McAfee, who promised his listeners he's never going to change, even though he just went to ESPN, which has a lot of regulations and a lot of you have to protect the brand type of things, may or may not say to fuck off. He's probably not because he's getting paid a ginormous amount of money to be on ESPN. So what's going to happen is Aaron Rodgers won't appear anymore because the season's going to be over. And this is just speculation. The season's going to be over next week. Aaron Rodgers will stop appearing, but he's going to mask it in. I'm going to focus on the off season. There's no football going on. So there's no reason for him to even comment that the Jets are playing or not playing. And the next season he won't be on at all he won't be on at all because he's going to say, I'm focused on the team and I can't be doing these weekly hits. So this is going to have to end all that stuff. So you might see him one more time. I don't think you're going to see him again. I just don't think that's going to happen. They're going to mask it in like he's doing it for the team and it, it was his decision and all this stuff. But really what happened was the CEO is going to call Pat McAfee's producers or lawyers who whoever and be like, that fucker is never coming on the show again. And if you want to go down that route, Jimmy Kimmel's going to sue you. You know, it's just going to be a thing. So that's my prediction for that, because you can't just go out there and slander somebody. And Jimmy Kimmel, is, he used to be on The Man Show, which was out of control. I think he did Blackface, too, which was, again, out of control. But he's done a lot being the host and just overall of like being like, and he owns it. He's like, it's a different time back then. Like, <laughs> like he never got accused of, like, sexual harassment or anything. But The Man Show was wild. Like, they're having girls jump up, jump up and down on trampolines, pouring water on a white see-through shirt like it was it was crazy and he's since rebranded and now he's been the host of tonight's show forever so he's done a lot to change his public image and this guy rogers just says says something like that so he's got to fight back And then in other news, in TikTok news, maybe we should call on a segment TikTok news. Um, I heard about this lady six months ago, maybe over the summer I heard about this lady, the tunnel lady, Kala, K-A-L-A. Uh, she is a TikTok-er from, TikToker from Northern Virginia. And what she's been doing, she lives out in the suburbs. She's She has a weird accent. She sounds like a robot. She's been documenting her project of digging a tunnel beneath her home. Now, there's no reason for her to be doing this. So this was like the first, she's like, oh, I'm just going to dig into the foundation and then just dig a tunnel. And it's for like a bunker. But no one prompted her to do it. Like nothing prompted her to do this. She just started doing it and documenting it. Turns out she doesn't know anything about any of this shit, but she's like learning on the fly, like watching videos and like teaching herself how to excavate, how to build like an elevator, how to put in um, rebar, how to put concrete in, how to pour concrete into a hole, the ventilation system, electrical systems, like all this stuff. And if you watch, you can watch all of her videos documenting all this. You're like, hey, she's moving super fucking fast doing this. That's like the craziest part. It's like you can have a t- your township can start a project and it'll take fucking nine years because all the permits and licenses. But if you didn't, you can get it all done quick. She's one lady doing it. And she's not like a big jacked lady. She, do, you watch her doing all this. And people say it might be fake because like, there's no way she could be doing all this stuff. But she does build a system, like a little rail system she has down there where she can transport heavy shit. She can Pull stuff out. It's crazy. So she's been doing this, no licenses, no permits. The only reason she got caught is because her neighbors started bitching like you have dump trucks coming in and you're pulling concrete and dirt out of the ground, but we don't see anything in your backyard. Like what the fuck is going on? And then they just found her TikTok and they're like, "Oh, wait a minute. This probably seems illegal. Like you're you're creating instability with like sinkhole threat, I guess. But this is definitely illegal. You can't just be digging into the ground under your property." And her argument is, yes, the fuck I can. Like, it's my property. I'll do whatever I want. So the neighbors started bitching. Um, and she's like, yeah, why would I need a permit to do this stuff? Like, I'm, I'm learning online. And you see her doing it. Like, she's not, like, just willy-nilly doing things. Like, she's doing, like, <laughs> engineering-type shit. And she works in, like, IT. So she has, like, no engineering background. So eventually, it gets back to the authorities. Uh, they come, and they inspect the joint, and they shut it down. She doesn't have any... She doesn't have anything, any no permits, nothing. So they apparently shut it down and she's in the process of just getting the permits. And she's like, well, if it's built on the foundation you built that you authorized, it shouldn't have a problem. However, these people... State inspectors, I I categorize, categorize these people in one. I put them all together. I lump them all together, like IRS agents, state inspectors. Um, wouldn't even say fire inspectors because they actually serve a purpose. They don't want you to burn your house down because you put uh, an industrial fr- fire next to an induction, an industrial. I can't talk today. Industrial fryer next to sheetrock in a closet. You know, like that. That's good. That's a good thing. You didn't put an electric outlet in the bathtub type of situations so i could see fire inspectors everyone else after that can just mind their fucking business for the most part i feel like they just stick their nose in and it's like hey i'm here for and like does anyone actually want to work for the irs like it or is that a job you just get hired to do because you think it's like a you're like young and they just hire you and you're like oh this is this is cool and it's like yeah not really you're kind of just fucking with people at this point anyway I digress. So they came, shut it down. She's got to get permits. And now there's like engineers on TikTok, like architectural engineers and all this stuff. And like, if this shit's not up to code, if it's like too close to a pipe and she's lucky she didn't have any pipes. Like she just started digging one day and she like blew out a bunch of bedrock. Like it's crazy. You got to watch this video. Her name is Kala on TikTok and her TikTok overall full TikTok name is if you just type in Kala Kala Kala. K-A-L-A, or it's at engineer.everything. You'll see her working down there in like a business suit. It's weird. And she talks like a robot. Crazy. But she's been doing that for like a year now, and now it's been flagged and it's a little over a year. And uh she's in the process of getting these permits right. I'm pretty sure she's just gonna keep going. Like fuck it. And with that, we're gonna move on because we've been running hot lately with the times on some of these podcasts. So I want to keep it short and sweet. I did just watch a movie. Actually, today, me and Brady watched a docudrama, I guess you can call it, because it's about the story of the Uruguayan rugby team that crashed in the Andes Mountains on their way to Chile, Chile, and were stuck in the mountains for, I think it was like three months, 138 days. I think it was shorter than that. Anyway, so these guys were stuck. They, uh, the movie... It's based on the survivors recounts and like books and stuff that were written after directed by J.A. Bayona and stars a bunch of people you're not going to know because they're all Chilean, Argentinian, Matias Recault, Augustine Pardella, Felipe Gonzalez, Otaño, among others. It's on Netflix now based on the true stories of True Stories of the 1972 Andes Flight Disaster, nearly two-and-a-half-hour movie, filmed over 138 days across Spain, Uruguay, Chile, and Argentina, tells the harrowing story of survival of 16 individuals out of the 45 on board the Uruguayan Air Force Flight 571, the film acclaimed for its portrayal of the human spirit, resilience, and the face of extreme adversity. It's not so much a tearjerker as you feel awful for these people it's not like um at the end like yeah it's a little emotional like they get out spoiler alert they survive like but uh spoiler alert they survive but um or some of them survive but the whole movie it's like one thing bad after another like it starts off like normal like they're playing rugby and like they're dicking around and like they're a team like they do everything together they're always hanging out like they're they're like um they're just a team like they're they're best friends, basically. And another thing, if you watch on Netflix, you got to put switch it to English because it's going to start off in Spanish and put the English subtitles on because there's parts where it's chaotic and you won't be able to read anything or hear anything. Unless you want to read the subtitles and listen to it in Spanish, go for it. I'm not one of those people. Once I saw that it was in Spanish, I almost turned it off. I'm like, I can't do the subtitles today. I don't have the fucking, I can't, I don't have the attention span to sit there and read off the goddamn screen. So I put it on English and it actually, I'm surprised how good, netflix is at carrying over the acting from changing from spanish to english like it sounds like they should be english the entire time there's no like robot voice or it doesn't sound like out of place like it actually makes sense they're not saying crazy words like remember the old like kung fu shows and like the asian shows where like the dub was just insane the guy would be moving his mouth like a million miles an hour and they would just be like that shirt is red and the mouth would still just be going a million miles an hour like that's not what happens they actually it's actually dubbed like almost spot on to what they're saying, and it looks real. And it's a very dark movie. The tone of it is dark, but the whole movie itself is dark, so you're not really paying attention to their lips moving like you're not doing a lot of lip reading because you're seeing all like the the ambiance of the movie is very dismal because they're stuck in this fucking mountain and there's no hope of them getting out so the whole movie it's about two and a half hours long which is right in my wheelhouse for how long a movie should be it doesn't really drag on until maybe the end a little bit when they're doing like here's how we survived and we survived by helping each other and all this stuff and it's like all right, we could have done with all that but you had to get the whole emotional effect in there so i understand that but it's like one thing after another like the plane crashes and then some of the people that were injured start to die off right away they're freezing they end up figuring shit out and like they're they run out of food after like eight days and then they're like oh like seven days after that they haven't eaten anything and they're like fuck it let's just eat the bodies and they're all again most of them are against it and then slowly they're just like we have to do something we can't just starve to death like there's food there It's gross. It's our friends. And like they're very um, religious in this movie, as most Spanish people are, very like Catholic, religious oriented. And this is like desecrating a body and all this stuff. So, like, a lot of them are against it, but they get hungry enough and they're like, fuck it. And they set up what's good is, and apparently, this is how it really was, is that they set up systems because they're a team, right? They're a rugby team. And in rugby, you guys all have to be working together to I don't know the right term for it. When they move like the pile, whatever it's called, everyone has to have like their role. So they're actually really good at designating roles to certain people throughout this. Like you're like the most athletic kid on the team, he's in charge of the expeditions and stuff. Like he's going out there to see how far he can walk and come back. And like he's like, you know, the physical one. Where like the other ones that are older are, are like I'll cut the bodies up and cut the meat off the bodies because I can handle it and I don't want to traumatize the younger ones and they like they do it where no one can see it like they're that's how they're um, like aware of like hey this is a shitty situation let's not make it worse for everybody so they end up eating the bodies and like you know you're like all right well they're they're surviving out here and then like an avalanche hits and then They get buried again. They dig themselves out. Some more people die. Avalanche hits again. They dig themselves out and they're like, we got to do something. We can't stay here. They make it until like the big thaw, they call it. And that's, I guess, when it warms up and they can... The research... For them is going to restart because they couldn't do it over the winter because it's just in snowstorms. Snow keeps piling up, so they were going to restart the search in the spring. But at that point, they had just assume they're dead and just trying to find the wreckage. So they send the two athletic ones off, and they're like, "You got to keep going. Go as far as you can because we're going to die here. We're running out of bodies to eat. Like we can't just keep eating each other as we die. Like you, ha- someone has. We have to do something." So after like the fifth attempt to get over this mountain, they finally get over it and they look out, and it's just a mountain for miles like endless mountains and they're like what are we gonna do go back we're we gonna die if we go back so they both agree like we're gonna move we're gonna try to get through these valleys and mountains because we have no other option like we're out of options at this point we have 10 days of food so we have to get over here get and find somebody in 10 days they finally make it and they find like a uh, a ranger a uh Coyote. I don't know who this guy was, but he was on a horse. And they were like, Hey, we're these survivors. They write down like where they are. And then here comes the government to save them. So it is emotional at the end. You're like, You're pulling for them. And you also know what's going to happen at the end. You know what I mean? It's not like, It's like the movie with the Chilean miners. You knew they got out. You know, everyone knew they got out. So like, you're not like, Are they going to survive or not? It doesn't leave you on your edge like that. You're just wondering what the fuck is going on. And this is all according to the people that survived. Like, this is what we did. And they have pictures, like real pictures of what. they were doing and like they were enjoying themselves like and that's what the one of them says because i had to do a little back reading on this he's like there was never a point where we're all miserable like yeah they were all miserable but they always made like The most of it. They were laughing. They were joking a lot. Like, they were just like, this sucks. Like, it's cold. It's wet. This sucks. Like, that's all it is. Like, and they just were like, we can eat. They, they, they knew they were going to die eventually, but they weren't giving up at any point. They weren't just like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go off on my own and kill myself type of situation. So, good movie. Recommend it. But you have to put the subtitles off and switch it to English and enjoy it that way. Unless you want to read subtitles or you want to listen to it in Spanish. Totally up to you. But me and Brady motored through that today. And, uh, with that, we're going to get the hell out of here. The stock market has t- taken a shit since... Uh I mentioned that I've been playing the stocks this month. I should have just kept it to myself because every time I mention a stock to either myself, or actually not even to myself, to anybody, that stock goes down by like 10%. So I figured I mentioned it to everybody. And that's as, this is why every stock I own is just gonna, taking a dump right now. So there's that. But like I said, we're going to get the hell out of here. It's Thursday. Apparently it's supposed to snow this weekend in the Northeast. Doubt it because it never snows. And they're like, if it does... It's only going to be like six inches. So in reality, it's going to be like a dusting, and then it's probably going to rain. Who knows, though? Don't forget to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or wherever you get your podcasts from available on Apple and Spotify. Pocket Casts. um, What's the other one? I don't even know. But it's there. And I'm also going to drop a link. If you're interested in the stock game, I'm going to drop a little link for robin hood on my sub stack where you can click you get a free stock i get a free stock and we can trade stocks together you know what i'm saying get you in the game get you in the ball game because if you're out of the game you can't win the game that's what i always say stay woke